0: Tanya for the 18th of year, live by Amen, but first a story. The Hasidim of the Baal Shem Tov were once in the middle of the forest traveling somewhere, and one of the Hasidim made a joke. He's like, what, um, Imagine what type of Suda, what type of feast the Baal Shem Tov could arrange for us tomorrow. And the Baal Shem Tov heard this, and he wasn't offended at all. He said, In fact, you're right, we're going to be having a Suda tomorrow. So they were all curious to see how this was going to turn out because they were they were in the middle of the forest, and they kept on traveling and they reached a nearby village, a tiny little village, and they were wondering, okay, how's it going to be a, a huge sunnah? And while they were there, suddenly there was an announcement to the the host of the inn who let them in that his relative was coming and his relative was a big a big rav, a big rabbi, and so he started whipping up a. A massive feast in honor of his relative that was coming to town, and so they understood. But then they started realizing that this feast is happening, but then no one knows who the Boshantav is. Although they didn't realize the Balshantav didn't announce who he was, and this host had no intention of letting, of, of inviting them to the feast. But they knew that somehow or other they're going to be, they're going to be. The Balshantav promised them a feast; they're going to have a feast. The the relative comes; the big visiting rabbi comes. And as the reasoning rabbi comes in, the balshamtev goes to him and whispers something in his ear. And they both go to another room for a while. And then when they come out, the rabbi takes the balshamtev, guides him to the front of the big feast that had been prepared, puts him in the place where anan sits next to him. So the chasinim were very And of course the were all invited to the feast. The chasinim were all very curious. They were wondering what had happened. The balshamtev later tells him like this. He said, he said, that he had gone up to, him, up to this Rav and he had told the Rav that is it true that you have difficulty? He first called him a sign, and then and he said, is it true that you have difficulty concentrating during Shema? And the man, of course, had denied that. He said, absolutely not. I, I have an easy, it's easy for me. What are you talking about? And he was very strongly denying the accusations. But then, but the gentleman insisted and the Muslim told him, like this, he said, when you say Shema, you see symbols of, of idol worship. And it was so specific. It was such a such a bold accusation that the rav the rav admitted. He said, "All right, it's true." And Moshe said, "You you've tried to fast eighty fast to get rid of these visions, and yet you're still seeing them." So rav said, "Okay, fine. How, how do you, how do how do we fix this? It's true. All of this is true. I don't know how to stop it. The, these these visions of idol worship images come come into my come into my head. I can't stop. What what can I do?" The said, "Like this. The reason why you're seeing all of this is because you've been." Um, like um, not accepting the leading rabbis of your generation you've been fighting against them you're making trouble for them and questioning them and you need to accept and have confidence and accept their authority and so this rabbi he said you're all right i'll do it and he said "The Ma'shen told me if you already commit to do this then your shema and your next time you dive in, those visions will go away you won't see all that all that impurity when you're trying to say shema the Rav realized who, the, who, who, who he was dealing with and so when he went to the to the meal he brought the Bashan to the front and of course the Chassinim enjoyed a very nice feast that's a story from Shem, Shem. so far what we're saying in the Tanya like this we've been building up until, until now and in the finishing sections of chapter 49 now we're actually angling towards where everything has been leading up until now the, the, the al has been setting a scene of a king and a lowlife and this king and this low life have this, this bond and this love towards each other because the king has gone out of his way so far for the low life. Now he's the critical part. The greater you make the king, and the lower you make the low life, and additionally, the greater the sacrifice of the king, and the, the lower the low life is, the more that the the more that the, the the low life is able to feel this incredible love towards the king. The the, the until now, until now, what we've been saying this like this. The wait a second. Okay. The knowledge of the symbol, how much God pressed himself aside in order to make a possibility for this world. That, that knowledge is able to say, we're able to say, well, hold up. God pressed himself so far in order to make this world. How much do we need to press ourselves aside in order to have a love for God? And the more a person starts to think about that, the more they're able to come towards love towards God. The Rashba asked a question. This is where we left off yesterday. The Rashba's question is like, and many other Rishonim many other Hashamim asked exactly the same question. The question is like this Why do we make brachas on Shema that seemingly have no connection to the Shema? When we make a bracha on an apple, we say, boy 8. We say, Thank you, Hashem, for creating trees. Very good. We, eating an apple, the apple comes from the tree, God created the tree, we're thanking God for the tree. But when Saying a brach on Shema Shema is all about loving God. Shema is all about the unity of God, and yet we talk about the angels and their praise of God, then we talk about how much God loves us, and all the great things God has done towards us. It doesn't seem to be the same idea as just the unity of God or loving God. Based on what we're saying now, says Avdav, but no. The first brach of Shema is building up how powerful God is, an incredible what how incredible god is and the more high we could put god when we realize that god comes to have comes down to have a relationship with us what we say god is so 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 high and he's yeah, having a relationship with us towards us that means i really need to have this reciprocal love i need to have this love and exchange because god loves me so much i I love him back someone that's kind to you you start to love them because look how nice he is to me the, the nicer we could prove god is being to us the more the more we will come to love him so how can a person come to this this level of God? Therefore, the alphabet says the Hachamim made the first bracha of Shema. What? And in the first bracha Shema, what is it talking about? We talk about the greatest angels. I mean, we use the word angels as if we understand what we're talking about. Angels are not Great human beings, the the, the the non-physical entities, the the much stronger, less less broken down variations of godly energy, and we talk about them to explain the greatness of God these angels as great and as powerful as they are they're entirely nullified in front of God and when they talk uh, talk about talk to God talk to about God they speak in absolute fear of my condition and they they're over and they say in fear that they are separate from God the angels as great as they are understand that they have no connection to the greatness of God who moved on Mahem, the is slavish, is we already established the word Kaddish means not holy per se, as people like to translate it. Kaddish means Kaddish moved all, separate. So the angels, as great and as powerful and as wondrous and amazing as they are, they say we're separate from God. We're, we're nothing compared to God. Ella, God fills the whole world. He connects his shalom, his shalom match in his khalal. And they say, Where's God's place? God places the Jewish people. And also the Ifanim and the of Kodesh, these great powerful angels, they say, bless Hashem in his place. Where's his place? But I'm um, down in this world. But Lafisha In Yo Dum Masim they don't get God's place. The point is, they appreciate and understand the greatest of angels, most powerful beings God created. They appreciate and understand that they know nothing of God. They say, like we like we say, God is exalted and holy alone, nothing understands or comes close to God. So we what we're trying to paint the imagery in the first brak of the Shema, and why this is so important is we're describing the most powerful, greatest angels, and we're saying when they give praise to God, they understand and appreciate. They're there, nothing compared to God, which means that God isn't just a little greater than the angels. God has no relationship to the angels. There's no to the, to the angels at all. Why is this important? That's the end of today's tanya. Tomorrow, tanya, we're going to talk about the, uh, the second bracha I'm going to put the whole picture together. But why is this so important? And I'll give you a bit of a spoiler. I'll explain it in advance. It's important because the higher we raise God, the more we start to realize that the kindness God has done towards us to enable us to exist is so much greater. If God was just a God, a regular God, you know, a little greater than the angels, let's call it, well, then it would be a big, um, um, a beautiful kindness and love towards us when he brings us close. But it'd only be so great. But the more, the greater that we can understand how how great God is, of course, to our limited ability, the more love we could have towards God. We say, well, God didn't just, God is so, so great. And in spite of all of that, he came and wants to have a relationship with us. Pushed, pushed himself aside, created three um, called milestones of Simson. but God pushed himself aside and created the ability for this physical world with tables and chairs and us inside. And God says, I care deeply about you. And I want to have a relationship with you. How can a person not love God back? God loves us so much. That's how the altar is going to argue. And over the next few days, we're going to finish off chapter 49 and, and finish this idea. Thank you so much for joining the and anyone else have a wonderful very successful day. And thank you so much for joining. <laughs>